Hello, everyone, and welcome to Unsolicited Advice. My name is Jake Sprague. I'm a comedian here in sunny Los Angeles, California, and this is a podcast where I give advice to people that never asked me for it. Season two, we're back. They picked us up for another season. It's very, very exciting around here at the Unsolicited Advice podcast world. Today, I'm joined by one of my absolute favorite people, Jim Scampoli. How are you, Jim? I am great. Your co-host has returned. I'm just now getting live news about the season two pickup. Is this the season two premiere? I'm not sure if it's the premiere, but I think I'm going to celebrate like it is on the first 20 episodes. Nice. So this might as well be the premiere. Jim, thank you so much for being here for the premiere. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here for the premiere. I mean, I'm, I'm ready to tie up all the loose ends from season one and kick it off with a bang. Oh, yeah. There was some <laughs> there's obviously a lot of stuff. You know, people are wondering, uh, will my reoccurring guest Dana ever become a co-host? The answer, of course, is absolutely not. But season two, the possibilities are endless. Before we hop in to uh, the thing that we want to give some advice to today, which will come from the relationship advice subreddit, uh, Jim, where would people find you? I know that they can go to jimandthem.com. Jim and Them is a podcast every Friday, 7 to 10 Pacific Standard Time. But you have uh, many other creative projects for them to check out. Yes, as you said, jimandthem.com. Um, but also, showswhatyouknow.com. I host podcasts discussing television shows. Right now, we're on a Cobra Kai kick. We have a podcast called No Mercy, a Cobra Kai Kickback. Uh, that yeah, I don't know if people out there listen, uh, I don't know if people out there watch Cobra Kai, but it's much better than you'd expect. It's a great show. Highly recommend it. We're going through a watch through getting ready for season three. Uh, so please check it out. Awesome. Yeah. It's great that, I mean, part of doing podcasting, sometimes you're like my thing, you got to watch this other thing because <laughs> I, for the longest time, Dana and I constantly talk about, I mean, we should have a 90 day fiance podcast, right? Of course we should. So a lot of podcasting is, I hope you'll love 90 day fiance because you'll love this podcast. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, Jim, this comes from the relationship advice subreddit. Uh, I, a 31 year old male told my girlfriend, 30 year old female that she is not a trophy wife or a status symbol and that we are similar in attractiveness. She views it as me calling her old and ugly. Hmm. Well, yeah. huh. Wait, what are their ages again? Uh, one age difference. The guy's older by one year. Because isn't trophy wife, isn't that usually like an older man? Or am I? I think that's, yeah, I think you're right. I think the stereotype is it's an older guy and he is marrying someone like 20 years younger who's like a fitness girl on Instagram. And he, you know, I don't know, he invested early in Uber or something. Yes. Yeah. Cause I usually think of it more along the lines of yes, an older gentleman. And yes, now he's getting the younger girl and then she's in on it for like his money or whatever. But yeah. I guess, I guess their definition and maybe my definition is incorrect is more like, I'm a schlubby piece of shit and <laughs> you are super hot and I can't believe you've given me the opportunity to marry you. I mean, does Urban Dictionary have a trophy wife <laughs> definition? I think you actually, I think you're on to what the core of this must be about. Um, for people who are just joining us with season two, I recommend, you know, listening to season one so you can really understand the show. 
but I try to not read any of these in any type of detail before we hop into them. But my gut also goes with, oh, this girl just thought she was way better looking than you the whole time. So that was her version of a trophy wife. I also feel like, isn't a trophy wife, isn't it a negative thing to be a trophy wife? And, And I guess, you know, to each their own, but wouldn't you want to be like, yeah, not only am I hot, but I also got this other stuff that I care about. I'm not just a trophy for someone. Right? Yeah, no, exactly. Is that at the very least, it would just say you're only around for your looks and like literally nothing else, at least from the way I would infer it. Yeah. Uh, the term trophy wife or a tropeum uxur refers to oh, a wife. Now I know what it is. <laughs> refers to a wife who is regarded as a status symbol for the husband. The term is often used in a derogatory, a disparaging way. Uh, can also be used to imply that the trophy wife in question has little personal merit besides her physical attractiveness. So yeah, there you go. Requires substantial expense for maintaining her appearance, is often unintelligent or unsophisticated, does very little of substance beyond remaining attractive, and is in some ways synonymous with the term gold digger. Yeah, I guess that's kind of how I would Mm -hmm. think of it. A trophy wife is young and attractive and usually a second, third, or much later marriage well, the husband is often older and or unattractive and usually wealthy. Interesting. So without reading any of it, my thought is she's always viewed herself as quite a bit more attractive than her partner. Yeah. And maybe, I mean, maybe this like goes back to some like kind of deeper insecurity that she's not accomplished enough or hasn't done enough with her life, but she always felt like she was beautiful and pretty and he like put her on this pedestal so maybe not even in a negative way but maybe in some way she just always thought like he thinks i'm so gorgeous so beautiful and that was i don't know enough or something and now he's like you're not a trophy you're just my wife (laughs) yeah now because this is obviously there's more to this right this is just the title this is just the title yeah but i like to sort of i like to speculate well of course yeah because i don't want to get into the the more of it because I like thinking about it because it reads like just another clueless guy. He thought that he was giving a compliment. Like he thought he was doing a great thing. He's like, no, of course not. You're, you're not a trophy wife. You know, yeah. Yeah, like you have meaning in my life beyond that. Yes. Uh, but it was taken in uh, completely not the way he thought, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I would, I've got to assume. I have to assume, like what the context was where he just maybe it was one of those things. You know, what I've been thinking about <laughs> what's going on with you. <laughs> You're not just a trophy wife, right? You know? Oh, boy. Hey, love well, of life. I think, uh, I think it's time to hop into this one here, Jim. A uh, bit of background. My girlfriend and I are 30 and 31, respectively. And that's respectable. We have been dating for about a year. I work as a high-level engineer at a good firm. And my girlfriend works as a payroll specialist at a good firm, too. I make significantly more than her. 3x. Oh, yeah. <laughs> put it up. <laughs> you kind of know what it is. <laughs> just leave it at that. You know what? I, I know that 3X is a lot. I'm not saying it's not a lot, but it also is like, it is pretty relative because if she makes $15,000 a year and you make 45, yeah. I'm not super impressed by 3X, but. I mean, I have to assume if she, I mean, I guess, well, she's payroll clerk, but also a good firm, right? Mm-hmm. I got to figure on the low end, at least 30K. So you think he, so, like he might be making like a hundred, maybe even like 
120 and she's making like 30 or 40 or something yeah like well that. i'm thinking she probably makes 40 or 50 and he's probably in like i'm giving him even a little bit more credit mm-hmm. but uh so it's n- not really anything much to shake a shake a, shick, a stick at because you know, if they get married that's some uh some nice bucks coming in yeah that's a great dink dual yeah. income no kids i mean that's a that's hell of a dink um <laughs> <laughs> which is a term I know from bar rescue. Okay. Uh, things were good in our relationship until I showed her my retirement and savings. Uh-oh. She now doesn't see the point of working and has started framing our relationship in that. She is the most, okay. Framing our relationship in that she is the beautiful one and that I am the nerdy engineer. And I was lucky to have her before when we met, she was all about making it on her own way eventually starting her own company with her sister in sourcing and recruiting. But now she jokes about driving a Range Rover and wearing Lululemon and going to yoga. Ooh, this is interesting. Huh, so I guess it's very telling that I assume obviously when she's saying stuff like that, she's kidding, but it's that every joke has some element of truth, I guess. Right. But like, she she was doing the I'm kidding, but I'm like throwing this out there and hopefully you're going to be like, well, of course, I'll take care of you. I'm the provider. I'll, I'm Hunter provider. You be the Lululemon lady. Yeah. Um, But it, so, yeah, wait, they've been together a year and they're engaged. Is that what it did? It say that it this is just girlfriend. Let me okay. see if it said engagement yet. Nah. See the point of working. Beautiful. Yeah, I guess it's just that she found out about his savings. Yeah, it's weird because it's weird to immediately kind of go there and yeah. get, like it's one thing to joke about it. But then uh, clearly, if he made some comment, like if his response to that joke was like, well, hell, you're capable. You're more than just a trophy wife. And then she kind of took it harsher than that. Then, yeah, there was some plans or some premeditation going on. Yeah, I think I think maybe if like to try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt, you know, I think, yeah, that's probably that there's a very possible reality where that's what he did, where he was just like, what? You don't want to be a trophy wife. You're not, that's not what you are at all. You're the best. You're doing this thing, blah, blah, blah. And I think from her end, she is probably making these jokes and stuff because she feels like a little diminished finding out Mm. like there's such a big disparity, like, holy shit, this guy's got all this money tucked away. He's making all this like, she thought she was maybe on a really good track, but now she's comparing herself and, you know, comparison always sort of makes you, I don't know, makes you feel bad. I think when you start comparing yourself to other people. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a great point because it's, it's clearly, I guess from that angle, it's more coming from the, the insecurity then yeah. rather than uh, my lifelong, my actual <laughs> lifelong dream was to be a trophy trophy wife and and marry a rich man yeah uh we were having a discussion again about this trophy wife stuff she brought up and she brought up that i was nerdy back in the day while she was very popular i told her she's not a trophy wife that yes she is attractive but there's not a huge difference between us i told her it had been the case that that it had been the case that i met her when she was 22 and i and okay sorry Mm. i feel like these sentences aren't great but boy, I'm not great at reading sentences. I told her, had it been the case that I met her when she was 22 and I was my current age, then sure. But she isn't 22 anymore. After I said that, she just started crying like crazy. Here we go. 
<laughs> All right. Yes. Now it's becoming much more clear. Yeah. Because, ooh, I mean, it, it, it is that weird thing, I guess, of like, um, you know, men are from Mars, women are from Venus, or is it the other way around? Who's from Venus? Women. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure, but I swear there's a razor called a Venus. It's my wife's yeah. uh, razor that she uses to shave. So I think that's where that came from. Because in a logical, like very strip anything out of it way of looking at it, I understand what he's saying. Yes. But in a weird passive aggressive way of what he's saying, he's saying something. I, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt that he doesn't understand what he's saying, but maybe he does. Because it, it, it has this connotation of like, your best days are behind you. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, hey, you're 30 now. Like, you're, you know, like, I'm as good as it's going to get, baby. Like, something like that. So now it's becoming more clear where initially on paper, I mean, I know this isn't the am I the asshole, but it's, you know, similar framing. Uh, it's becoming more clear he's being kind of an asshole here because mm -hmm. he's not picking up some of the subtext of what's going on. Yeah, and of course, I mean, to also give him the benefit of the doubt, I think he's like, hey, don't put me down. Yeah, You're not, you're not so good looking that I should be like worshiping the ground you walk on, even though, hey, you two are partners, you should love each other and support each other and think each other are fantastic. But uh, yeah, there's definitely a vibe of uh, him not recognizing where her comments are coming from um when i think she wants to be reassured and she probably is starting to go oh shit i'm 30 i'm not exactly where i want to be and the guy i'm with is just like crushing it right now and that's where her comments are coming from and then when he says like yeah if you were 22 but you ain't 22 anymore and then it's like that's all her insecurities and shit just being like and even my partner thinks like i'm not uh I don't know. I'm not like a beautiful 22 year old anymore. Cause it is a, as you get older, you do start to, there are no milestones. Um, I, guys, milestones aren't the same, but there are these moments where you're like, yeah, I guess I'm not like a young hot person at all. Huh? <laughs> like you yeah. start to just notice like, Ooh, that, that passed me by. That's not around at all. Uh, well, and I think she's realizing that. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you know, to in his defense a bit, you have to still also, I mean, you could pick up some of the the subtext of what he's saying, but you have to also understand like he's coming from a place, at least from the way he's telling the story, he's coming from a place of like, well, no, like you're capable, you know, you're you're not you're not like a failure. You know, you, you're you're not someone that's just to one to give up and let other people, uh, you know, take care of you. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's that uh, that minefield uh, that opens up in some of these discussions. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she started saying that I think of her as ugly and used up and her best years are behind her. She just told me that if I'm not happy to be with her, why am I even here and to stop wasting her time? I tried to talk to her, but she was in no state for a conversation. I don't know what to say. Guys, for me, I just want to say that I think we're of similar attractiveness. Like, I don't think anyone, when they see us, turns their head and is like, oh, she is with him because of his money? Or, damn, he is so lucky to be with her. I think it's mutual. She was the one that, if anything, went after my attractiveness first. 
What should I do? Ooh. I like the fact that we both work and I don't want to change that dynamic. And I don't want her to think that I, I don't want her to think too that she is above me and that I'm so lucky to have her. I want her to think of us as equals. And in my attempt to do that, I hurt her feelings. What's the next move? Well, I mean, I think I think everyone needs to settle down a little bit because I mean, I, I guess they haven't really said on if they even live together or not. Yeah. Um, I mean, I get it. Like, not that a, a year, a year is still a long time, but it's also, that's why I was asking at the beginning. It does, I don't know if it doesn't sound like they're engaged and I'm not even sure if they're living together. So he doesn't really have to be too concerned that she's going to quit her job. And like, like I get if she's making these jokes, it's one thing, but he's like, I, I, I like that we both work. I, I don't want to have to do like, there's no financial burden on you at this moment. So you don't have to really stay too concerned about that um but yeah the other thing i it's hard for me to say what he should do here though because well, yeah i mean here here are some of my thoughts i think it's it is tough to say what he should do obviously they're not engaged but when you start having conversations of like trophy wife and stuff like this i think she's probably seeing this relationship moving into the future maybe part of this insecurity is even coming from the fact that they aren't engaged and she thinks they should be, you know, when people start to get older, I mean, relationships when you're 20, I don't think anyone expects someone to propose, but the further along you are in life, people are like, you know, what are we doing here? Yeah. And when she's like, I'm, I'm your trophy wife, ha, I'm not ha, 22 ha. anymore. What's, what's yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I, I think, I think she might be thinking about an engagement. Um, to me, it feels like there's just a lot of insecurity and he's not doing a good job of helping her because he's trying to be defensive about something he's insecure about. And I would guess from the way this, from the way he's acting, I think she is more attractive than him. I'll, I'll, just, yeah. I'll just guess because he wouldn't be so defensive about it unless... His post was like, look, if I'm being honest, I'm, I'm way better looking than her. But I think, I mean, he did throw in a like, well, to be honest, she came after me for my looks. That's true. But, but I don't believe him. <laughs> yeah, he's a liar. <laughs> he's lying about everything. Um, Find out how much he makes. <laughs> yeah, what a three X. Give me a break. Um, I think there's just a lot of insecurity from her. And she wants to know, this is sort of a corny thing, I guess, corny ass shit, but she just wants to know that he loves her yeah. and thinks she is super hot. And he's like, you don't need to be like, I'm lucky to have you because I'm a piece of shit. But you, you can be like, I'm so lucky to have you. You're so beautiful. You're everything I want. I'm so happy you're still working. You need to keep working and stay out of the house. But uh, besides that, I'm keep so bright. happy. You need to keep bringing in your piece. <laughs> yeah, we your need to. The pie. We can't stop dinking this, okay? It has to be dual income, no kids. I mean, that's how we start to snowball some of this wealth. But I think his big thing is he needs to come at this without any of the defensiveness of the conversation because she is the one who is um, hurting here, even though I don't think she's being very cool about it. <laughs> yeah, he kind of just needs to forget any of the financial side of the discussion, right? Yeah. Like, it's not important. Like, he doesn't need to bring up, like, the job or anything like that. Uh, yeah, he just has, you know, come with his true feelings. You know, he's got to come original, if you will. 
Yeah, I think that's a great way to come. Uh, I, I think that's the big thing here. I think the big thing here is they're both a little hurt by this conversation. She is starting to feel like, oh, no, I didn't maybe accomplish what I wanted to uh, when I'm comparing myself to him. Uh, and then when she's just trying to get a little bit of like, but aren't I so beautiful and this and that? He's like, well, not that beautiful. Chill out. <laughs> yeah, not 22. That'll be crazy. <laughs> uh, also, I wonder the situation on how he was just showing off his 401k or his savings or something. Yeah. Right Things were good in our relationship until I showed her my retirement slash savings. Yeah. Yeah, how did this happen? If he he brought it up, or I mean, I guess you know people are stuck in homes and people are talking about the job market and the stock market and stuff. Maybe he was like, "Ah, oh, I have nothing to worry about. Take a look at this. Take a look yeah. at this bad boy here. Look what I'm doing with this. You know, this is pretty diversified. So market goes up, market goes down. I always bring in about ten percent. So you know, you look at that, rolling over, rolling over year over year." Basically, by the time I'm, you know, like you're having one of yeah. those conversations and she's like, uh-huh, I'm your trophy wife. And he's like, slow down. You're not even that hot. <laughs> Settle down. What do you think? You're 22? I don't think so. But, um, of course, I, I just think both of them, there's some insecurities there. He's yeah. like, hey, don't call me a nerd and say I'm not attractive. And she's like, hey, I am not exactly where I want to be in my life. Please reassure me. Yeah, yeah, she does kind of have to uh, chill, curb some of that shit. Like, Damn. hey, hey you engineer nerd. Yeah, look, no wonder you get all this money, nerd. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, season two, I'm such a fucking diplomat. I'm so, I mean, I'm just, I've got all this empathy. Both sides have like insecurities and we need to make it work. What's going on with me? Season two, man. Well, I mean, I guess he, yeah. And he, the, one of the other reasons why he can't, he, he better not when he comes with it, when he comes original to, to make this better, can't bring up his financials because she's going to hit him with the, uh, you know, women make 70 cents on the dollar. So, I mean, I know that doesn't quite come in for the for the three X. Mm-hmm. That fits at least almost a two X of it, maybe, right? It would help with part of the X without <laughs> question. Sure. Drop needs... it down to like a two, maybe. Yeah, at least a two point five. He needs to recognize where part of his X is coming from. Yeah, because he's in like what a STEM field or something like that, and she isn't. He, and also, there's so much labor that goes on so much emotional labor that he's not participating in, in this relationship because he's just worried about the ex and he's worried about his retirement and yeah, his, his different funds, how they're coming in different revenue streams. Piece of shit. This guy, I can't believe it just to get a little vibe from what some of the people on Reddit yes. said. I was going to, um, let's see. The top comment is, uh, I think there are two perspectives for this one. She is insecure and she said that you, and she thought that you guys would be equal, yeah. Or two, she never thought you guys were equal. Uh, yeah, which is rough. That is rough. I think if that's the case, um, then I'm not really, I don't have too much sympathy for her. If she really in her heart is like, no, I'm way hotter than you, you need to recognize that. I don't think that's very good if yeah, that's the case. That's not good um let's dump see if there any you, you just think dumper yeah i no. mean you can find someone else just flash that savings account come on especially in this economy nobody's got a job yeah you can find hot unemployed girls although they're all doing only fans they're doing great actually 
Um, let's see. Okay, here's another big comment. This seems to be a very textbook case of psychological projection. Because of your discrepancy in salary, she feels like she is worth less than you. She likely feels like her best years are behind her, seeing as you took off and are only going up. Her poking around about being a trophy wife is her seeking validation that she is not worthless and that you still value. Okay, so it's just the same shit I said, but smarter. Yeah. 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 Um, how, did, uh, how did we all become so smart, you think? Is it movies and TV? I think it was movies and TV. For me, it's movies and TV. Um, for other people, I don't know, but honestly, almost everything I learned, I learned from just watching the Simpsons. It's pretty much the only show (laughs) that taught me anything growing up. Uh, I think we solved this one, Jim. Yeah, I think so. And it's nice when the Reddit consensus, consensus, uh, falls in line. Um, and it's nice to see that, you know, uh, there are some, there's some good advice being given out there. Yeah. Even though usually I'm like, what kind of wacko would just post a question on a on a forum, an open forum? But now I get it. Yeah, I get it too. And I think, I mean, if this guy's making so much money, he's probably a little socially inept. Let's face it. I mean, high earners, there's something wrong with them. Okay. Yeah. Yep. There's something really wrong when you're Xing that much higher than your. I mean, it's messed up. Jim, thank you so much for being here on this podcast. Thank you for joining me for season two. What an exciting freaking time to be alive uh one more time let everybody know where to check you out well yes thank you for having me on season two i'm honored to be your co-host and yeah you can find me at jimandthem.com and shows what you know.com all right thanks everybody goodbye <laughs>